You can only control the things you can control. That's pretty much the only way I can. That's the only way I look at it. I was digging through the the bat cave of Dina's content, and something really struck me this week that I have one video that just has a much higher view count than everything else. Like all the other kids are just different from this one, and it got me thinking. What what is your most successful video? And I'm going to let you define what success means to you. And what, how do you think, what do you think set it apart? Is it a technical thing? You know, what did you do differently? Will you do it again? Let's talk. Um, Michelle. Well, uh, for me, my most successful video, well, the video that has the most views on my channel, Lifetime, is a video that I used to create animated overlays in Canva. And it was a tutorial. So far, has it has 4,724 views. It's gotten the most subscribers from that video, uh, 75 subscribers from that, from that video. And every single week, that is the most watched video on my channel. Uh, the next video... These are my top three. My next one was how I created a DAC board with a Raspberry Pi. And for whatever reason, every single week, <laughs> I get views on this video. I, I've gotten 18 subscribers from that video. And then the, my, the third one that rounds it out is a 3D effect Canva tutorial. So clearly Canva is a thing for me. <laughs> and uh, I've gotten 49 subscribers uh, on that particular one. So it's it's one of those things that uh, it was basically was a tutorial, me teaching uh, about something that I was working on. And I noticed that I took a look, I took a good hard look at my analytics and and my epiphany was that Canva is a vehicle that I'm using to um, to create new videos that are like these other ones because I love creating stuff and um, I don't mind doing a tutorial or an, ex an explainer video. That's sort of like my thing that I do every single week. And I kind of got away from that, but um, it, it's very eye-opening being able to actually look at actual data and say, okay, people are rocking with this. This is what they want to see. Um I talk about a whole lot of other things, but there are three things that I use all the time on my on my channel. Canva is number one because I design in Canva, um, and then I, I, I talk. You know, Ecam is what I use to to stream with, and Trello is like my productivity to keep myself straight. But for the most part, Canva is number one on my channel. Um, I'm not a Canva channel per se, however, I talk a lot about the stuff that I use. And so people, people dig it. Um, and I have a lot of fun making, making tutorial videos and things like that, because it's something that I enjoy doing. I could do this for free, like all day, every day and twice on Sundays. Nice. You just got elected so, to start doing it for free, didn't you? I mean, they're not paying you anymore. <laughs> Well, yeah, I didn't. Re I mean, I didn't make a whole lot of money on the ones that I did make, but people like it. They, when they're looking for stuff, this is what they're looking for. So, 
What else? Cool, cool. All right, Rich. My show is about merch and trends and swag and stuff like that. The most popular one I've had was a controversial one with Aubrey Plaza doing the wood milk thing. <clears throat> we did a show about that a couple weeks ago. And I'm always looking for that kind of thing because that I got a lot of subs from that. I don't know how interested they are in merch, but that's okay. The most popular short we have has 7,000 views on it, and it has nothing to do with merch. It was one of those where we were scrambling for a, an extra topic, and so Amber found that thing about T-Pain doing a song for Alka-Seltzer or something, and it's got a whole bunch. And I've learned that on shorts, and you were talking a minute ago about how shorts screw up your demo. Um, if it doesn't get a thousand views in the first hour, you're not going to get anything out of it. It's going to be weak. It's going to be 20 or a hundred. You're not, it's not, it's going to be a, a, it's going to be, it's going to be worthless. So I don't know why I'm even doing it. I found the same, but every once in a while you get a hit every once in a while you hit, you hit one and it's boom, it's two grand or it's, it's, I mean, it's 2000 or 1500 or something, but most of the time it's not. Um, and then, uh, on Instagram, I did a thing when the worms were falling out of the trees in my backyard. And that got 20,000 20, views. They're silkworms. It's not like a thing that happens in Texas. But every four or five years, they come out of the trees. So you can watch it if you want. But I don't know. It's just people freaked out about the worms. It was pretty funny. The little inchworms. <laughs> Will you be doing more inchworm content? <laughs> uh, if they come again, if they come out of the trees. Anything that's weird or controversial like that, yeah. But I should have put that on my business channel, and I didn't. So I put it on my personal one, which is dumb. Because the business, business channel is where I want. The, the the personal channel is just whatever. Um. Anyway, I don't really know anything else except, yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. I'm just sitting here looking at my, my YouTube cool. page trying to think if there's anything glaring. I mean, I don't know a lot about this analytic stuff, so I don't really know what to, how to glean a lot of stuff from well, it. I just know that we've been busy. That's an interesting part of it too for me is in in our in my gut I can usually feel like okay this is a good video whether the numbers are good or not this is a good video I like it I'm I'm proud of it so when I say successful I guess there's that part of it too unless I mean obviously if it's a complete turd in analytics then you know you can like it as much as you want but if your favorite child is ugly <laughs> It's no good. You know, but that's, there's something to be said for that. You you're, you make it, I mean, you start with making it for yourself anyway, because that's the reason any of us are doing this, I guess. Um, and if you're not happy with it, then you're, you know, then you've got to change it. But if you're happy with it, I mean, that's the best you can do. And just hope other people are, are as into it as you are. If they're not, there's nothing you can do about it. You can only control the things you can control. That's pretty much the only way I can, that's the only way I look at it. That's a good point. I can't go out there and make them click that button. Yeah, you can't click it for them. You're right. You're right. That's that's for sure. Alec, you've had some um, interesting insights in, in some of your top videos. Yeah, so um, most of my content has been, I guess the largest majority, I should say, of it has been technically ecam stuff. So if you look at the video count, how many of them are related to that? But by far, my top performing videos are all Stream Deck related. Like, I mean, ne nearly all of, all of them except one about a little Logitech remote presenter. <laughs> uh, but apart from that, that, that shows me kind of like where my main audience actually is or like the most, where I get the most uh, views. Um, 
The other thing, though, that is interesting, and actually the top one was all about uh, why I think profiles are better than folders on Stream Deck, which was a realization I came to about three months in. I made a video about it, and it just gets consistent like thing. It's usually my top performing video literally every month as well. It's not just and a Alec, it's of, not, oh, had a, you know. It's not just a couple hundred more than the others. It's a lot more than the others, right? Like it, it's around so my total views at the moment on the the whole channel are six hundred and something thousand. Uh so yeah, six six hundred and seventy thousand. And this one video has got forty one thousand. So it's like, you know, eight percent or something of all views on all of the the, the videos. Um What's interesting is the the second one, <laughs> because I always used to treat live streams as they were just a thing to sort of, you know, build community engagement and, and, and so on. But I always had this feeling that people don't really go back to watch live streams after the fact, or they don't have the longevity of a recorded video, uh, because I think people see that, oh, it was streamed a year ago, six months ago, or something like that. And so therefore, um, I just, I mean, this is what I feel as well. If I see something was a live stream, I kind of feel like I've missed out on it already, if, it, if it's too old, like if it's something that was streamed six months ago. Uh, but my second highest video was a live stream I did about the Elgato Stream Deck again, um, and it was a complete setup tutorial, but done as a live stream. Uh, so the title is obviously, you know, Beginner's Guide Complete Setup Tutorial, but that's had 27,000 views. So that's like by far my highest performing live stream, but is also my highest performing, the second highest performing video of, of any of them as well. Uh, so that kind of shifted my opinion that um, feeling guilty for not doing uh, regular recorded videos, which I haven't really been doing this year. I've, I've put out some recorded videos, but I've tended to be just doing my weekly live stream and not really doing so much of the recorded stuff. I do want to get into doing, you know, two or three recorded videos a week as well, but uh, it kind of me- <laughs> it kind of made me feel like maybe it's not too bad, actually, that, you know, live streams are a, a, a big factor in it. Although I do think that the recorded stuff de- definitely does get more generally than a, than a live stream. But that said, a live stream is arguably easier to do in terms of that it's a, a case of sitting down and uh, I, I feel like a live stream is easier to do somehow at, at this point than a recorded video. I don't know why that is. but <laughs> It's because of the repetition. You do it all the time. It's, it's like second mm-hmm. nature to you. Um, and it's funny you say that the, the, the top three videos on my channel, they were all live streams. And I cont- every every single every single week, you know, my highest performing video was a live stream, uh, you know, and, you know, I've, I've kind of shifted a little bit to, to more produced type stuff. But I don't know if that's the way I should go if I'm relying on these numbers. But then I know that there are ways to, to, to make the numbers tell you more stuff. I'm just learning a little bit more about analytics as we, you know, as we go through this journey together. And um, there's something to be said, you know, where people will actually go back and engage, even though it's, it's past, it's not live anymore. There's a reason why it's the highest video on your channel. They're getting something out of it and they'll keep going, but, you know, folks are, New people are finding it. So is it is it just the the impressions that you're getting from it? Um, is it new people or returning traffic? The um, you know you could break it down even further. Yeah, I mean, so that particular live stream is is number two in the list like all, of all of them, but it is the only one in the top like twenty. Um, but I mean, my my um, 
uh, my, my subscribers at the moment are 6,700. So, you know, if I'm getting 27,000, then they're certainly not subscribers because it's mm. significantly larger than that. So yeah. um, I, feel like it is, I feel like it is subscribers who are watching my live streams as opposed to generally on the whole because um, my number of my, my number for my live streams is genuine gen, generally always lower than my number of subscribers whereas when i post a video that's generally overall ends up being you know grows to be higher than the number of subscribers so i, I guess people are finding that organically mm. alec um, you pay attention to watch time too uh, i do look at watch time but that's that's i mean i i, I look at it just as a general trend as to how it's it's changed over time but obviously it depends on the the length of the video or the live stream if i you know so it's it's i i look at it in specific videos as well so i'll see how much of a specific video that they've watched but yeah the overall watch time is is kind of a bit um it doesn't give it quite as much of a picture really because as i said it just depends on the number of videos you've well, I was just wondering if you if you've compared live versus recorded, if there's if there's any kind of trend. Like, are people sitting down to watch a live stream, watching more of it or less of it, or just to get the information out of it they're looking for and ditching, or what? Uh, that's an interest. I haven't done a full breakdown of that as to see like how it looks. You know, over. I mean, if I look at that particular one, so that beginner's guide one that's a, a live stream total watch time on that is uh, nine thousand hours, twenty seven views, uh, and then if I just go to the other one. Uh, that is, uh, actually, yeah, that's 41,000 views and 3000 hours. So there's actually more watch time on that, um, on that live stream than there was on my top video. Uh, but I guess that's because it's a beginner's guide tutorial. It is, uh, it's 20 minutes long, whereas the, the profiles one is the top video is only five minutes. So. Oh, that's interesting. Um, I should too. actually, yeah, uh, right. I should sense. actually also organize all of these by uh, time. I've not done this, but to see like what is the optimum time out of my videos, which one, you know, it may be that you know a five-minute video gets a lot more views than typically. My videos tend to be, I guess, around thirty minutes or thereabouts. That seems to be the average of of them. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe the the shorter stuff is uh, more popular. In fact, <laughs> now that I'm saying that, every one of these uh, top videos, apart from that live stream. Uh, um, the average view duration this is I'm looking at rather than the actual video duration but uh, those top videos the average view duration is is under 10 minutes in all of them except that uh, live stream about the stream deck so Mm. quirky so um, I'm gonna while we're on Alec I'm gonna shoot this to you but um, Michelle Rich go ahead and chime in if you've got any thoughts here as well have you seen any seasonality to it or um, do does the views on those videos that you've been talking about go up when there's another stream deck announcement? Um, Have you seen anything as like such, that? No. Yeah. I mean that, that, that video is just a, it's just a, almost like a straight line. It's just once it reached a peak. So it, it went for about 120, uh, about, <laughs> about, he says, with giving an exact number, it was about, about 121.5 days. Um, and then it just uh, sort of took a, a, a turn upwards. And then it's just been a straight line since then. So that's the other thing is like, this This comes back to this whole thing of like, oh, making sure we post exactly at the same time. I've given up on that thing of we have to post at a specific time because, you know, perhaps 10 people watched it when I posted it. But then it sat, you know, relatively dormant for uh, the first 121 days I got... Um, like a thousand views on it 
and then now we're 726 days later and it's up to 45 so it just did this like turn in the curve but now it's a straight line um so from on an individual video point of view i don't necessarily notice a change seasonally as it were or with in line with different things being announced but there is a point where it just sort of the algorithm picked it up or whatever and it and it and it changed um in terms of overall views on my channel I, i can't notice any season to that because although I think some people seem to have this idea that I'm in some way consistent. <laughs> if you look at my posting, it is not in any way consistent. And I've I've been it's the 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 sawtooth shape that I've got in my charts directly relates to the sawtooth uh, <laughs> actions that I have taken on my channel over the past two years. So there's a direct correlation to that, I guess. <laughs> gotcha. Well, the video that that got me thinking about all of this is one where I just show you how to remove and replace the, the wheel on a riding mower. And I, I was thinking about this the other day when I went out to shoot that video, I, that was not what I was going to go do. I had two hours to mow the lawn before the sun went down. And when I got out there, the, the tire was flat. So it kind of, hosed up the whole day, but I thought I better, you know, make a video of doing this. And it's got over 10,000 views. It's getting, I don't know, 100 views a day right now. But um, it sat from October until early April with just a little trickle. I think it had maybe 1,500 views. And then in April, when the grass started growing across the world. Sure. Um, that makes perfect sense. Went, yeah. went crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I expect that come October, it's probably going to dive down to almost zero views. And I'm wondering if this is going to be, you know, the the video that taught me about evergreen content. Um, because it's it's not going to get old. I mean, the technology technology on this wheel coming on and off, I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. So it's, it's, it's been really interesting. But it's got... Um, it only got me four, th- four subscribers so far. So it's a, I have a very specific problem I'm trying to solve. I'm going in. She, she talked for two minutes. I know what I need to do. I'm out. And I'm okay with That's that. That's what that kind of content because, does. Yeah. Like how to change your alternator yeah. or your fan belt or whatever. That's what you're going to get. Right. So, and, right. but there's nothing, so, nothing wrong with that. You still get the view. It's still fine. No. And, and it's got, what is this? Um, an, an 8% click-through rate, which isn't bad, 8.2. I'll take that. Uh, mm-hmm. The next top one was the easy way to plant garlic and potato onions. And that one in the, what is it? It's been out for four months, I think. That's gotten 40, 43 subscribers, but the click-through rate is only 2.9. So that one, I think it hooked people to go, okay, I like how she explains things. And garlic and potato onions, any gardening content is going to be a longer game. So it does not surprise me that it has more subscribers than the video that's outpaced it by 40%. Um, Yeah, let's see here. This one only has 6,300 views. So um, huge difference between my old live streams, for sure. I don't think I have any live stream that's gotten over 200 views at this point. And I haven't done one in, what, six months? Uh, but the gardening content is just, it's driving a lot of traffic. So I'm, I'm doubling down on that. And the thing that I'm going to have to remember is it, 
is to find a way to make content that's relevant to the gardening people when we can't be outside gardening. Um, I think that's going to be um, something that'll that'll keep people coming back and I'll stay relevant if I can give them value in the off season. Have you looked at um, uh, the impressions that you're getting through um, through suggestion suggested videos? So like I'm one of the one of the one of the things on here when you talk about your when you look at your content, you're looking at impressions like where is this coming? From? Where where are most of my impressions coming from? And I was looking at this and it says 51 percent. 51.1% are coming from recommend is coming from recommended content. So if you click into that, then you could kind of go through and see what videos is recommending my videos. And of course, you know, it's following the algorithm, what people watch. And, you know, if they watch this, then YouTube recommends that. So well, uh, sometimes I go and just kind of like go down a rabbit hole and start looking at those videos or related videos that recommend my video and then go and look at their tags, even though I know tags is not a thing or whatever, but I'm looking at specific things that the algorithm would, would like, you know, those keywords that the, you know, those SEO right. keywords and things <clears throat> like that. So, so I tend to, um, you know, make sure that I'm doing some research beforehand before I make my videos and stuff like that to kind of see what's out there, what people are looking for. And like looking at my past videos, what, you know, what channels they're looking at. So I can kind of like look and see what they're doing um, and, and and check out those keywords and see what comes up and suggested so that I could really, really maximize the SEO on my videos. So um, I don't know if I'm being too over, anal- uh, you know, too over, you know, too much analysis happening, but I really want to try to understand this so that I could, when I do put out a video that I'm, that it's, you know, I'm doing the best for it. You know, sometimes it's a bomb. Sometimes nothing happens, even though it's the same thing that I did last week, but for whatever reason, it's not resonating with people this week. I don't know, but you know, I think the biggest factor for me uh, is time. And just leaving it alone and eventually the people who need to find it, find it. And then all of a sudden where it's flatlined for a long time, it goes off the charts after a while. So I'm like, all right, I know what they like to watch. So I, I try to do more tutorial type videos, Canva tutorials, and just basically, you know, learning how to do stuff that you would need to do in your business anyway, but in an entertaining kind of way. So, you know. It, 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 something's working. I'm, I'm throwing enough spaghetti against the wall and, and some of it's starting to stick. So That's an important point you mentioned about just like the amount of time. And I, I mentioned that one of mine that is the top performing one. It did kind of flatline for ages and then just seemingly took off. So it certainly does. Uh, it does happen. Did you see that takeoff point did that spike or not spike but when it started going up did it coincide at all with like when you were monetized or anything like that uh let me think it would have been uh it was i suppose it started gathering momentum before that actually so i made the video okay. in uh 20 uh whatever it was 21 <laughs> what, what year are you now right and then it was around about november that it started picking up um 
So it, yeah, it already started on that upward trajectory before that actually. But interesting you mentioned monetization because if I search by revenue per video, um, I've got a slightly different order. That's That live stream is still the second highest revenue, mm-hmm. um, but the absolute highest is actually one that was previously in the like the, the fourth by views, uh, but it's the, the top one for revenue was all about the uh, YouTube merch shelf. That's another one that's kind of slightly different to what, you know, the rest of my content, right. but it was all about how to set up that thing. Um, and that's just the highest, like the highest earning one, if you want to think of it in that term. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it. I, I sometimes want to just go down this rabbit hole of all the data. And the reality for me is I just got to get in front of the camera more and just keep putting out more content because I think... I think I'm at the point with, what is it, just now 320 or something like that subs. Um, my stuff's being pushed more. And I can I can tell when when the algorithm is helping me, but I build for the audience, which is also named algorithm. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Well, this has been cool. Um, I, I, I encourage everyone out there to, to, to look at your content and... See what's working for you and and your audience because you're not going to want to keep doing this if you're not doing content that you want to be doing. So that's all I've got, folks. Thanks for hopping into our Creators Pod. If you enjoyed it, we'd love if you would subscribe and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts and tell a friend about it. Check out the video version on our YouTube channel, Creators Pod. The Creators Pod is produced by C22 Media, Dina Taylor, Keely Dunn, Michelle Lawrence, Rich Graham, Rob Voles, and me, Alec Johnson. Thanks for listening. I'm here for the slut shaming. Let's go.